You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show all right, here we are on a Wednesday as we wrap up the Boomer and Carton show today. And we really are wrapping up the show because if you weren't with us earlier this morning or if you're not watching the replay on CBS Sports Network, which re-airs from 11 to 3 uh, every day, um, you would not know, or maybe you do know, that Boomer found a legitimate and really a disturbing-sized piece of plastic in his cheese Danish this morning that he gets from Starbucks every single morning. Well, not, I shouldn't say that, not every morning, but a lot of mornings. He loves his warm cheese Danish. And I don't know about you, but I had said, they're like, Jesus, what is that? I thought it looked like a cyst, like a small little round plastic circle. And I don't know. I honestly don't understand how that happens at a place the size of and as well run as Starbucks. It must have uh, fallen into the batter. Maybe when they were making no, that this can't thing, happen. I guess. Yeah. Well, listen, things happen. There's, there's a billion Starbucks all around the country. They're making a lot of Danish. At some point, something's going to happen. Had he swallowed that, that would have been a problem. It's a big problem, especially if you feel it going down your throat. You know what? You go, you go to the hospital and they take an X-ray of that thing and they see this little round piece of plastic in there. Yeah, you have a legitimate lawsuit on your hands. Or if he did bite fully with a tooth down onto that, that would crack a tooth. No, for qu- sure. Well, and he said he bit it and it was hard and it was yeah. no good. I would say other people in America would sue them just from that. For Especially sure. Especially in a case like this where there were witnesses. You got cameras rolling, so there was nothing staged, nothing phony. That's not good. Uh, that that disgusts me, too. Now, would you go eat at Starbucks now after that happened? Yeah, because it seems like to be an isolated incident. Isolated? Yeah, I would bet that's isolated. You, you, so you don't think you're going to go down and get a cheese danish with plastic in it? No, I don't think. Uh, although, you know what? I might give it a couple days to think. Maybe a couple batches of it had maybe a, a big plastic thing broke right. in, the, in the factory. So I'd give it a couple days, but I'd go back for another cheese danish. What is the worst restaurant experience you've had with food, with something in your food, to where you were so turned off or you laughed it off? Yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a weird one at this is because I, I am a I am a germaphobe for the most part, right? You would say I'm a very particular. Um, I wouldn't call you a germaphobe. I would call you Mr. Clean. Though. I like the clean stuff. Yes. I, so you would think I don't like bugs. I don't want that. For some reason, if I'm in a restaurant and there's a bug in my food, I will just remove the bug and continue eating. Right. If I'm there's the same way. yeah, if there's a hair, that's I will okay. Pull the hair out. Now, let me ask you this. And this, continue eating. This happened to me about two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago. Uh, I had uh, I was eating a salad from a well-known chain restaurant. Great salad. Were you di- in dining or you took it to go, Jay? In dining. All right. And noticed a strand of hair that I then <laughs> proceeded to. It was to, in your mouth? Oh, yeah. <laughs> proceeded to pull out of the mouth. <laughs> and my wife almost vomited on yeah. the spot. My sons thought it was hysterical. And I 
whatever. I threw it onto the ground and I kept eating the salad. Right. She thought that I should complain to the holy hell and get a free meal out of it. I figured, nah, you got human beings back there making your food. Blank happens. That's the way I look at it. Okay. Same way. Same way. I if there were multiple hairs. Well, now that's getting disgusting. Yeah. And also if it's a certain type of hair. Yeah. But this no, is a true. long strand. You that can tell it fell off someone's, someone's head. head. Right. I agree. Now, have you ever seen have you ever seen those stories online of what certain employees do? Yeah, that I don't food? like. True stuff too, by the way. Yeah, that uh, yeah, and you'll see on YouTube the videos of Not like good. behind the scenes them like uh, uh, dropping food on the floor on purpose, licking the food, spitting on the food. Not good. All that stuff. Stuff happens. I know. That's why I don't like. It's kind of like out of sight, out of mind for me. As long as I'm not seeing it. Well, but I think that's the case for any restaurant you go to. You don't want to see the kitchen. I remember when I was playing Pop Warner football. We played every Sunday, and my game was always, for whatever reason, my game was always at 2, I believe, 2 o'clock on Sunday. So at 4, when the game was over, 4.30, whatever, me, my brother, my parents, and then three or four other families that did this football every week, we went to a specific restaurant every single Sunday, and it was awesome. And they had a bar area as well where they had video games, so we would have dinner. Then the parents would sit there and have drinks, and us kids would go play the pinball machines, Miss Pac-Man, whatever, in the bar. It was great. And I remember we must have done it seven, eight Sundays in a row. And the last Sunday of the season we went, and there were even more families, huge party. And one of the moms I remember coming back saying, I'm not eating here. And my mother said, well, what do you mean? This place is great. Come with me. She brought my mother over, and they had the door open to the kitchen. My mother looked like she had seen a ghost. She goes, get up. We're leaving. It was the most filthy thing she had ever seen. So do yourself a favor. If it's the door's open, don't look. Yeah, don't look. I do like a place, though, where you can see the kitchen and it's clean. Well, like, that's great. Like, there's a Chinese restaurant by me in Basking Ridge that uh, I love going to because I could see the entire yes. kitchen's visible. And it's clean, and there can't be any shenanigans going sure. on. Isn't P.F. Chang's like that? Is that uh, the, uh, the, maybe. the chain Chinese restaurant? Maybe. Where you can eat at the bar right in front of the kitchen, yeah. and they're making it right in front of you? I agree. That makes you want to go back. I was to this dive diner in, I think it was Belmar this past weekend. I mean, the place well, did, you are Mr. Jersey Shore. The God place damn. did not look clean to me, but the the where they were cooking was was right out in the open, and it was so clean. The restaurant itself didn't look so clean, but that cooking area, Jerry. But you know what? That's more important. Looked really clean, and I liked it. Quite frankly, I appreciated it, it. If that's if that's cleaner than the seat, I'm happier. Yeah, I happen to agree with you. I'm with you on that one. Yeah. Jerry, you know uh, Tom Brady. I've heard of him. He's kind of active on Facebook of all oh, of, is that true? of all of the things. Like when he had when he would put out his statements about the flake gate and Oh, that's right. Yeah. Gina, he would always use Facebook. He does post photos occasionally on Facebook and hilarious stuff. So he posted a, a photo. Well, he's calling it well, he's he's got a dog named Scooby. <laughs> and he posted this photo, Jerry, of Scooby, and he was saying Scooby has discovered the selfie. So it's just a picture of his dog's face. That's funny. It's a good looking dog. Yes. It just got me thinking about hitting the pet lottery. Wow, uh, we've always discussed this. I mean, this is this you've hit the pet lottery if you're uh the Brady's dog. I know, like, Howard Stern talks about he's got all these cats and uh, he has a dog. And, like, what? Do uh, the animals appreciate that? Does, does Scooby know that Tom Brady and Giselle are his, uh, you know, parents, essentially? Listen, I'm not Tom Brady. I'm not even Tom Brody. Right. But I look at the cats we just got right. as hitting the pet lottery because one of them 
was found and rescued out of a sewer with its brothers and sisters or whatever. Right. Now look at this thing. The pet lottery. Now, granted, I almost threw him out the window the other night because he didn't feel like sleeping in the middle of the evening. But for the most part, there are animals out there that live horrific, horrendous lives. And then there are those that get to sleep on the foot of the bed and they get their meals twice and three times a day. Some get selfies taken of them and posted on Facebook. Um, you know, I don't think that dog has any clue how good he's No got clue. It. Why and, would he? How would he? And yet other dogs work for a living. Police dogs, they sure. work. Uh, Drug-sniffing dogs. That's work. The bedbug-sniffing dogs. Work. Dogs for the blind. Work. A lot of work. You ever think what, like, goes through a dog's mind? Honestly. Like, when we sit there and think, we're basically talking to ourselves. Yes. Right? We hear ourselves talk. I mean, when a dog's walking around, is it hearing... Like dog language. I mean, what, what goes through its head? Did you ever see a dog... While he was sleeping, dreaming. Yes, I have. That's weird. It is weird. All like a dog like is that. dreaming. Sure. Cats too, by the way. Cats dream? Sure. I've seen cats where we... You have the videotape one of your cats dreaming. Well, I haven't seen it with these two yet, but... Well, they don't sleep. The late Jewel. Uh, there were many times where you'd look at her and she's scratching her head and then she's waving the other paw in the air and she's passed out. Do you think that's just the nerves working its way out or Could you be. think that the animal's... Like, thinking about getting a treat, going for a walk, getting petted. I don't know the answer. Is it petted or pet? Getting pet. I think it's pet. You're right. Yeah, I don't, pet. Know, I don't know the answer to that. I just know it's funny to see, and it's kind of awkward to, you know, you don't want to wake them up. Because, right. God you forbid, you wake up a human. Um, I don't know the answer to that. That's kind of funny, though. But, yes, animals dream. Dreaming about the animals dreaming. About. It's kind of like when you watch the cartoons. Yes. And in cartoons, they dream really good dreams. I don't think in this case that's happening. Mm. Not so much. By the way, just quickly, and I, I want to ask you about music real quick. All right. Do you think the Mets win tomorrow night, or do you think... Because here's the thing. This is the way I look at it. It's one thing when you face Kershaw. They beat him the first time, kind of. The second time, I kind of thought they were going to struggle with him. We don't really know Granky like we know Kershaw. And yet you look at his numbers, and they're better. Yet I feel better about them facing Granky than I do Kershaw, if that makes any sense. But do you feel better about them facing Granky because DeGrom is on the Mets side tomorrow night? No, I feel like they're going to get to Granky. I feel like offensively they've got a better chance than they do against Kershaw. <clears throat> I had such a bad feeling watching that game last night. Like, I just felt the energy was was gone. Well, that's all Kershaw. It didn't feel like a, a playoff game. It just felt like nothing. It felt See, like one of those parts of the season where the Mets couldn't do anything. It's interesting you say that because I had uh, two people on Twitter this morning that claimed to have been at the game last night that said they couldn't believe the energy from Monday to Tuesday. And one guy, the one guy said, first pitch, it was electric. After that, it felt like a game in June. But that's all. I mean, that's what the starting pitcher does, though. When he's basically, you know, strike one, strike two, strike three, what are you cheering for? There's no one on base. It's like, what are you getting excited for? Yeah, 3 nothing against uh, Kershaw versus 3 nothing against whatever dude they threw out there the other night when the Mets came Brett, back. Brett Anderson, you feel like you're going to get 3-0 right. against something. Kershaw. You feel like you're down 11-0. Yes. And what do you make of this Justin Turner? Justin Turner has all, become a force. What a terrible look he has working with that terrible red beard. It's not good. I, it's I a terrible look. Yeah. There's no way women find that attractive. There's zero chance. So you think he's a virgin? No, but I think, but this, no, because women 
are nicer than guys. Women will probably, he probably has a great personality. He's right. probably like the life of the party. And women overlook a terrible, red, scraggly, disgusting beard. They do. I'm sure they do. <laughs> I see it all the time. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm aware. I'm aware. He might even be married. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just going to throw that out there. He's a hell of a player, though. He is. He's been uh, he's been beating up on the Mets. And it's funny how Terry, he's been beating up on everybody. If you look yeah. at his stats, funny, Terry Collins last night, he's like, oh, you know, I had him. I loved him here when I used him off the bench. <laughs> By the way, Terry, he's batting cleanup for the Dodgers now. <laughs> he's not even batting eighth. He's batting fourth, and he's killing you. How about this? Stop throwing the ball over the plate to him. Right. Oh, God. Anyway. What, what was your music thing you wanted to ask me? I had no idea Chris Cornell sang for Audio Slave. When was that? Audio Slave was in the 2000s. Okay. Because I remember when I worked with Booker at K Rock in 2004, we, we would play Audio Slave. So I think all these years, I think I've actually confused Audio Slave songs with Soundgarden songs. Like just because the voice, and it brings another question. When you lose members of a band, as long as you have the lead singer, it still sounds like the same band. Oh, yeah. So, like, I'm listening to these songs for all these years. I never would have put two and two together. And I do believe there are songs out there. Like, I heard one this morning, and I thought the satellite was wrong on the dash. I'm like, audio slave. This is sound good. This is an audio slave. And it was in the middle of a feature where Chris Cornell was kind of um, doing voiceover for it and telling stories about his career and everything. No idea. I have no idea. I'll throw another one at you out there. Queens of the Stone Age. That's another group where there's like multiple guys from different bands. Okay. One of those guys might be in that band too. Queen okay. Of, Queen of the Stone, Queens of the Stone Age. See, I wouldn't know that. Yeah. And that's where if you don't follow it along enough, I, I'm lost. Like Temple of the Dog. Right. I think he was in that too, that, right? Well, see. Well, that was Pearl But Jam, that was dude. Eddie Vedder that was the lead singer, I thought, for that one song anyway. Uh, you know, Going Hungry. Mind. Yeah, that one. That was the most popular one. That was a good one. That was. And that was what was one album and out, right, that they did? Yes. So uh, very interesting that they actually collaborate on these things. And Temple of the Dog was what? The one album, was that done for charity? Or I don't was know that what that was. supposed to be a band going forward? I don't remember. It wasn't supposed to be a band going forward. I don't really recall. It's interesting because that was like commercially very successful, that song. I'm going hungry. I'm going hungry. They had one other song that'll occasionally pop up on the Lithium channel on Satellite Radio. Temple of the Dog? Yeah. I had one other that. one. Interesting. Well, all right. Well, there you go, Jerry. Break it down musically. Speaking of music things, Jerry, as I just was, uh, may I speak to you about touchofmodern.com? Oh, please. Oh, yes. They have all the latest gadgets, including many things dealing with music. Like what? Like what, you say? Well, Bluetooth speakers. Ever hear of those, Jerry? Love them, yes. Uh, well, I know you get most of your music from your phone. They have really cool iPhone cases, iPhone chargers. They have uh, all the latest men's fashion, in case you have no idea what to put on your body. They got you covered there. If you have no idea what to put on your walls, they've got you covered with sexy home decor, Jerry. <laughs> and here's something I found that you would like. I would like, yes. I this like is most for things. a man kitchen. It's called Uchi Cook. It's healthy steam grilling. Like it. And it's a really cool steam grill with a glass top, really top-notch stuff, 79 bucks. That is? Now, here's the thing, though. This was just put up there on touchofmodern.com. I'm looking at it on the touchofmodern.com app, Jerry, right here on my cellular telephone. So you're telling me I should get this today? Well, yeah, because this goes away in five days. Wow. 
That's awesome. Because they just put it up. Other items I'm looking on here, I'm like, oh, that looks interesting. Maybe I should buy that. Let me think about it. No, it'll be gone in one day, two days, three days. Things do not last long on touchofmodern.com because, Jerry, they're really great deals that the folks at Touch of Modern, they kind of look all over the globe for the cool latest man gadgets and things. And we've been using touchofmodern.com now for, what, three months, would you say? Four at months, least. something like that? Yeah. I am really impressed by the variety of of I don't want to just call them gadgets because they have like really cool watches, vintage watches too. You talk about all the the clothes you can buy. They've got everything for a guy. It's awesome. It really is. Oh, and this I actually was I had thought I had invented something the other day on Twitter. I tweeted out, "Why is there not a really fast cooling thing to cool things off like there is for the microwave?" Interesting. Because th- people go put it in the freezer. That takes a while to freeze something. As I'm scrolling through the touchofmodern.com app, they have something called the Cooper Cooler. And you put a wine bottle in it, it like makes it ice cold. Bam, like that, Jerry. That is awesome. Four days left on that item. The Cooper Cooler. And go get it. Right now, our listeners can get immediate access when they sign up at touchofmodern.com. That's touchofmodern.com. Do it today because tomorrow, like Al is telling you, it will be different. That is how life rolls in the fast lane. Jerry, I don't know if you saw this. There's a woman they're calling the world's worst aunt. I did see this, yes. Yeah, so it's a Manhattan woman sued her motherless young nephew for breaking her wrist when he excitedly leaped into her arms at his, at his birthday party. He wanted to give his aunt a hug. He jumped into her arms. Uh, she fell and broke her wrist. And she's suing the kid. The kid <laughs> is eight. I mean, at what point are we going to stop with this nonsense, yeah. honestly? Because this isn't, you know, all this does is highlight how crappy our legal system is. While it is wonderful on one hand, there's this side of it that is such crap that people are just suing for anything to get their hands on some money. Here's an idea, lady. Go get a job. I mean, honestly, I, it, the whole thing is stupid. It really is. What do you? How? What are they doing? Suing their homeowners insurance? The kid's eight years old. Yeah. So the idea that she's suing him is not really true. She's suing the insurance company. Right. She's 54. Oh. How about this? Have stronger wrists. How about this? Don't be a pig. How about that? Yeah, how about that, Jerry? And go after... I just... There are certain things that deserve a lawsuit. There are other things that you should never have a day in court for. Well, the good news is the jury jury ruled against her. Oh, well, that's... So she's not getting the money. I mean, what a... But honestly, you know what, though, Al? They wasted our time. You've got serious criminals out there. You've got serious cases that need to be heard. And even if that took all of 90 seconds, that's 90 seconds too long of our money, by the way. But not even, they had to get a jury together. They had to have jury duty. They had to dismiss jurors. They had to go through, uh, vet jurors, Jerry. It cost money. All yeah. money. And for any jackass out there, it's going to be like, oh, you're getting too hard on it. Shut up. It's your money too, you idiot. Now, how does that relationship work here going out? Like, now, does the aunt still go see this kid? Uh, and, and is she still an aunt to this kid? No, I think she probably had him trying to break her wrist yeah. the other day because that injury wasn't apparently serious enough. No, I've got a couple nieces and nephews. So I have um, a boy and a girl that are 16. They could really probably hurt me if they Here's wanted the problem. to. 16. Better not, uh, better not be any criminal court. They go to juvie. Oh, they go to juvie. What about this? I have a five-year-old nephew. He's rough sometimes. Sue him. He's rough sometimes. Of course, suing him, you'll be suing your... My sister. Yep. You got it. What if I just sue him, though? 
Like this woman is I understand. suing the eight-year-old. You just said that the eight-year-old didn't have parents. Yeah, he was parentless. Right. Therefore, who, you're not suing anybody. And he still won. Your five-year-old niece or nephew has parents. They have parents, yeah. Guess who they're going after? The it's kind of like if your parent. I always wonder this. If your parents die, not you, I'm saying just in general. In general, yeah. Are you then left as the son or daughter? Are you then left with all their debts? Uh, yes. You are? Yeah. In fact, this happened to a very good friend of mine. One really? of my best friends I've been friends with since high school. Why would we be responsible for their stupidity or lack of financial control or just hardships? Yeah, that's a good that question because uh, my friend ended up, his uh, his father died and his mother had no idea what was going on with the stuff and his his father's paperwork was not great and they kept taking up taking off uh, taking all of these second mortgages on the home, so a home they had lived in for thirty years they still owed about thirty years worth of payments really? on, yeah, and he ended up having to he bought the house renovated it and everything and turned it into his own home but he had to buy that house to get his mom out of the financial trouble yeah she was i in? guess so i guess maybe because the mom was still alive see, see, that's that's an answer to my question though because the mom the burdens on her that sounds like he kind of stepped in to help her right and get her out of a financial hell i'm saying you're if you only have one parent still alive they pass on does it go to next of kin or like i don't understand like if if something like that happened and I got a bill for my mom and my dad, whoever. Like let's was, say they had credit card debt. Right. And Chase sends me a bill. Listen, your parents owe us this. How do you not just respond and write, he's dead? Yeah, they're dead. And send it back to them. Can they take you to court for purchases they made? I don't know. It's a great question. I'll call my parents later, make sure they're paying their bills. <laughs> That's where you're gonna go with that? <laughs> or drop them one of my sister's names on the next <laughs> akin. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? I don't want to be next to. I want to be next to kin if someone's leaving me something. Well, I don't want to be course. next to kin if I'm going to owe on their behalf. Well, I guess that's where life insurance comes in too. Oh, life, yeah, insurance, life insurance you would think would take care of all remaining debts. Yes, and if there are none, you get the cash for it. Now who? Sh- now I'm a. I'm not married, and I have no childrens. Do you have life insurance? Probably not, right? Uh, well, through work, I have life insurance through you don't uh, buy CBS. Your own? Uh, no, but I bought. But it, I have through here. So you pay for it through here. Yeah, whatever the minimal thing is. But my other question is, so I so I have a 401k that I've mm-hmm. contributed quite a bit to. Right. You have a, you're rich. We know that. Uh, who am I leaving that to? What if I what you, if which is what if okay. I'm attacked by a pit bull today? By the way, some of us have spoken about that by the way. I will not I am not going to implement who the us would be. About my have demise. why you don't live a more extravagant life. Oh. Cuz quite frankly, what are you saving it for? <laughs> Save it for a rainy day, Jerry. You need a monsoon for a month to spend your money. That's not true at all. Oh yes, it is. Please. So who do I right You're now? I, right now, I have it. Leaving it, leaving it. My my person I'm leaving to is my mother right now. Who does that? I don't. Well, who am I supposed to? Your nieces and nephews. No, my mother will divvy that up. Like if I'm eaten by a pit bull today, oh, I'd rather that money go to my mother than her go. Okay. That's true, but in most cases, when you fill out a will, I imagine you don't have a will. I don't have a will. So, like, I have a will. I have life, like, I have more life insurance than I'll ever need. Yeah. Or the kids will need, let's say that. And you always leave it to next of kin. So, like, my kids. What what does that mean? My kids would get whatever I'm leaving them. So, next of kin's, kin, kin really should be next of kid. 
Basically. I mean, the next next line in your family, basically. Below family me. Tree. Below yeah, you. usually. I'm going up the ladder. Yeah, you're right. You're going forward, Ken. Well, I feel like <laughs> I feel like I'm giving my mother the responsibility to go, okay, what are we going to do with this? I think this? what you're doing is you're saying, Mom, thank you. Thank you for everything you've done for me and yes, the hundreds of thousands that. of dollars that you and Dad have spent on me. Right. Now enjoy your last few years. Yes. Or divvy it up amongst or the divvy <laughs> nieces and nephews as you see fit. Do you want a big party when you die? A big party? Yeah. Or do you want people there sad, crying? And no, I don't want sad, crying. Do you what? want a party? I want to be cremated and then in an urn, and then I want to still go to family gatherings. You want to be Thanksgiving, brought along to barbecues Christmas, in the summer. Yes. Christmas, you want gifts. I don't want gifts. Just right. prop me up there. Well, but like you, people could buy you jewelry. In the urn. That would they be They could dress great. up the urn with a yes. cool break. Like another business. Yes. Urn, urn jewelry. jewelry. Dress up your loved ones. And never forget them. And I'd like to be, like, on Christmas, I'd like to have different, like, you know, the red and green bows. We sell that with the urn jewelry. Oh, you do? How good is that? Mm. Urn jewelry. Alan Jerry's urn jewelry. Done. We have, like, a Mets thing for the urn. Hmm. I'm going to end it there. All right, see you. Wow! With the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry.